Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. When last we left our heroes, the party had had quite an interesting day. They had met with the mayor, who has offered them a contract of sorts. He, the town will pay for their food and board in Le Petit Auberge, providing that they are sticking around to help with general matters of unusual fey and magical nature that seems to be popping up with greater frequency in the area over the last few months. They'd also heard that a couple of farms had been attacked. The attacks were by dire wolves from the forest. This was quite obvious because of the nature of the attacks. They also met with local legend and famed hunter Philippe Dubois. And together with Dubois, they went out to visit the farms, investigate the attacks, and track the dire wolves to the forest. While there, they finally came upon, or were set upon, depending on your perspective, these creatures. A fight ensued, quite a tough fight, but they were victorious. And eventually got back to the town where Dubois was hailed the hero by all the locals and the women were told, well done for helping him out. Aren't you so lucky that you have the chance to fight alongside him? And the party did eventually go to bed and next morning, it now being Saturday, getting up with whatever plans they have. Well, I'm going to church. So, just to be aware, as I said, today is Saturday, so there's a, a short morning mass, but tomorrow is Sunday when they'll have proper mass. Those uh, jars won't be ready for another day or two, will they? You were told that it'll be Monday. Monday is when those the perfume vials, the Gwyneth's order will be ready, and you think that the jars will be ready around the same time. Actually, uh, Sylvia gathered some herbs, so I want to make another. Uh, I might make some healing salve. You had enough for one standard healing thing, true. Okay, so I'm going to make another one. Okay. Gwyn tells you all that after breakfast or over breakfast, she tells you after breakfast she needs to pop out and get a couple of supplies for some things herself. But she shouldn't be too long. Um, is. Justine have any plans? Justine has no plans. Justine is just kind of like sticking around. So she might just see what the other people are doing and, and tag along. Oh, actually, um, Sylvia is going to just sort of go up to Justine and... <sighs> She's basically checking for signs of trauma. Um, so are you okay with all of this? I know that um, all of this has been quite difficult for you. Um, I'm, I'm holding. It is difficult, Good. it's very difficult to, to comprehend. Everything that has been happening for the past even six months. 
I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I'm just mm. sort of numb. Okay. That feeling of numbness, it will pass. And when it does, you might feel overwhelmed. So perhaps you should um, just be aware that this numbness, it will pass and you will you can become quite overwhelmed. Thank you. I'll, I'll try. So just, <laughs> you know, you will be okay, but... And Sylvia's just going to walk Thank away. Like, much. I don't want to actually deal with this. <laughs> and he's soon just like, and she was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thumbs up. Good, cool, okay. Good talk. So when you told, um, you told the party that you need to go and get supplies, do you give them details about what supplies you need to get or you got to be vague and mysterious? No, I think I'm going to be vague and mysterious for the moment in case they think it's super weird, which it is, so that would be fair. It's witch's shit, so yeah. Basically. Um, I just want to go to the police, I'm going to the Chardamerie and just wonder and ask if they found any um, records that they were saying they've gone and pull out for me. Yeah, no, I assume you'll be doing that after um, Mass. Breakfast, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So you, um, you, you head off to the church, okay, and Gwyn, you head out to get your supplies. And um, Sylvia, you're just are you just hanging around um, the inn until the kitchen's free, basically? Yeah. Um, she hasn't bothered to get up yet. She seems to be lying in. Right. So we will start off with Gwyn. Okay. So where are you heading? What are you getting? Okay. I have a couple of things to get. Um, I need to pinch some now this will be tricky what is in season at the moment um well i definitely need some nails that's i definitely it. need some iron nails yeah it's remember, that's pretty it's, easy cool, cool. it's january so virtually nothing is in season yeah yeah unfortunately what i will do is i'll head to the forest, forest on my way I want to grab um, I know it's a bit of a track okay so I'm not going to head to the forest but I am going to head to maybe down towards the river where we met that fae creature um, and look for some um, the bushes would be bare but thorny bushes so I'm going to scavenge some thorns to get started uh, so you um, so you, you had to I'll say now starting off the blacksmiths okay so you had mm -hmm. you, you, you do find the blacksmiths you find them yeah. the, um, a guy in his like late thirties, early forties, fairly lean build, you know, but very muscular. Um, he mm -hmm. introduced himself as Auguste Delavine. When you come in, he assumes that you're looking for like knives. Of course. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Good afternoon, sir. Um. I was hoping you could supply me with some iron nails. Nails. Oh, uh, of course, Mademoiselle. Um, yes. How many do you need? Oh, just a handful would be fine. Half oh. a dozen. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. And he goes and he like he scoops up a handful of nails 
And he hands me, he's like, um, we'll say a Marvelous, copper. Marvelous, what do I owe you? Um, a copper? Like, it's only a handful of nails. We'll say a copper. Perfect. Thank you so much for your assistance. These will go to great use um, at home. Fix some floorboards, you know, yourself as I'm walking out the door. Okay. <laughs> walking backwards out the door, explaining myself. <laughs> right. Bye now. <laughs> so you, um, you head out, um, you have your mm -hmm. nails, and you head yeah. in the direction of the river. The, the river, maybe. So you're basically going outside of the town, looking looking for spots where you might have seen plant life before and obviously finding some stories. Mm -hmm. Yes. You do, when you go out a bit after about 35, 40 minutes, you do come across a briar patch of blackberry brown. Excellent. So I'll just carefully break off some of those big white thorns yeah. and store them away for the moment. Mm -hmm. And then I have uh, two more ingredients that I need for this particular thing. Um, do I, did I collect, I didn't collect my small vials yet. Do I have any empty oh, have receptacles that. on me? You, you, oh, okay, there's the, there's the, there's, you, I think you got one or two vials for tinctures from what I remember. Yeah, what yeah, I got some big flair. Perfect. Okay, excellent. So um, I have the nails, I have the thorns. So what I'm going to do is actually head back towards the inn. And is it around lunchtime, would you say? Oh, God, no, not even close. It's still very early in the morning. It's, it's, it's still very early. Okay. Was Sylvia just in their kitchen? She had said she was going to be going to the kitchen because you, you do know that she had managed to collect a small amount of herbs when you were in the forest yesterday. Excellent. That she was going yes. to use to make some herbal tinctures. Okay, fab. So I'm going to scoot behind the counter and go in um, to her. And I'm going to ask her if she knows where the salt is kept. Oh, yeah. You know where the salt is kept because you were in the kitchen with her before helping her with her herbal tinctures. Okay, perfect. So I will just take a tiny little bit of salt. Not much, but, you know, I'll just kind of scoop some into one of my empty containers. Mm -hmm. And then I will scarf her up to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I will, can we say that I have a Bellarmine jug on my person for such a concoction? Sorry, you have a what? I want to be historically accurate. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're small kind of gray green jugs with a picture of a man's face on them. And they were historically used for this thing. Yeah, can I say sure. I have one? Okay, cool. Um, Lovely. So what I will do is I'm going to empty the thorns into this uh, Bellarmine jug. I'm going to empty the salt in. I'm going to empty the nails in. And then I'm going to head over to, so there's a double bed and a single bed in our room. I'm going to head over to the double bed. I'm going to look under it, find the chamber pot. And if there's anything in it, I'm going to scoop out a tiny bit of urine and put it in the Bellarmine jug. And then I'm going to take out some uh, wax and kind of position it over the top of my jug and then I'm gonna um kind of create a little bit of fire in my hands and just wave it over the wax so that it melts and seals the witch's bottle that I've just created. Okay so you can now add your first major amulet to Woo. your to your cargo sheet a witch's bottle. Hey now just to be aware with a witch's bottle they are something that you are able to charge if you will okay let me just pull up the description for our listeners 
The witch profession, one of their abilities is they can create major and minor amulets. And this is Gwyn's first major amulet, an amulet of protection against magic. And examples of this would be signals of protection, silver moon-shaped amulets, or a witch's bottle. And what, how this works is if you're attacked by a spell or magical effect which will cause an injury, the amulet absorbs an amount of damage equal to your resolve plus your magic plus your experience level. You can also pump mana into the bottle to charge it to absorb more damage. Okay? Now, every morning, the damage absorption capacity of your resolve magic and level is recharged like so what if when this is used when that magical pool of protection is spent it's gone but the next morning the amount equal to your your magic your resolve and your level is replenished and then if you want to put more mana into it you can so my question to you now is do you want to pump any mana into this which um i'm kind of mana broke just in general being level three yeah. i guess i could like pump maybe two magic points in you could Why also not? wait before you go to bed and pump in whatever you have left like before you go to sleep <laughs> grr, grr, sorry Made <laughs> yes my spirit guide has spoken to me from beyond um you know what? I'm afraid that we're going to meet From something during the, the day. Yeah. So I'm just going to pump two and look if I don't use it, it's fine. I'll put you so in. So you currently have a, a resolve of three and a magic of four and you're level three. Four. So that's six yeah. points of damage that you can already absorb through your witch's mm -hmm. Yeah. Because historically, this is kind of what witch's bottles did, but have been man mechanically transposed into the game. They were normally found sealed into the walls of buildings or under the floorboards or various different places Buried or something and yeah the, the the idea of them how they worked was if somebody tried to curse a family cast the evil eye on them or some such thing that the bottle absorbed that hex that curse that negative magic is what it did in fair earth how we have taken this historical example of european witchcraft and applied it to our witch is it absorbs damage that would be caused by a spell or magical effect the common components so, are things like iron nails fingernails hair um various different plants like rowan as well as urine and menstrual blood all commonly found in a witch's body and not just in Western Europe. These were found like pretty much across all of Europe. Okay. And it has like kind of like hit points then, mechanically speaking. And mechanically, yeah? it's like it has its own set of grip points that absorbs. That it yeah. and it it kind of regains health, so to speak, each night again. Right? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Exactly. Every dawn, you replenish the amount equal to your magic, your resolve, and your level, and then a witch can awesome. pump extra mana into it, but of course, that mana spent in the day that if something happens, yeah. you don't have. You can't, when you put when you put mana into a witch's bottle, you can't draw it back out. It doesn't become a reserve of mana. Yeah. So yes, this is well, it's pretty one, awesome, though. Yeah, this is just one of the... Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, um, Mina's, or sorry, you don't mean it, Gwyn's other amulet is an amulet of defense. Her minor amulet is an amulet of defense, which um, um, this is the examples given. And this is yet again from 
German folklore. Um, and it's a piece of mandrake root that grew beneath a gallows bound in twine from a hangman's noose with nails from the gallows driven into it and worn around the neck, usually in a small bag. And Gwyn does have a very small, like, fabric bag that she wears around her neck that you sometimes sometimes have seen peeking out from underneath her, her, her shirt, her blouse. And that is her minor amulet. But that is, yet again, that might seem very specific, but that is a direct quote from uh, examples of German folk magic from the 16th and 17th century. Them Germans, eh? <laughs> crazy Germans. <laughs> also, would you mind if I don't participate much? Like, I'll be here, I'll listen, but like, I'm not feeling well. I think I think don't worry. Just needs like a day, day in bed after everything she's been through. Well, that's totally fine. Um, I mean, we could say that Justine goes to find uh, Philippe to spend the day in his bed. <laughs> no, I think I think she she kind of like realized that he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Did my connection broke? No, it's, it's just got very no, Okay, I can't hear. Can you hear us? Good. Yeah. I'm glad um, you I'm think Paulina has. I can't hear uh, Paulina. No, I can't hear Christina. Can, can you hear me, Paulina? I can hear everyone. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear okay. everybody. Susie is her laptop has decided it needs to um, install a bunch of updates and, and fucking no. restart itself. So she, no. she is now seated beside seated beside me. So I can't see your video. I think, but I think that might still, just be me. No, I remember I was uh, saying before I had that weird fucking problem where and it's oh, yeah, I don't yeah. have. I don't have OBS installed on this laptop, as far as I know. I have installed Streamlabs, but I'm still getting the exact same problem where my camera is disabling. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So this is an issue I need to fix before we start streaming. Definitely. As I was saying mm -hmm. to people, realistically, yeah. it's going to be January because I need to buy a new PC. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. no worries. Anyway, so... Um, Sylvia, you, um, you go into the kitchen, um, Gwyn does briefly pop in to grab some salt and turn it off, and you are going to try and make some healing, another standard healing tincture. Yes. So, that is a herbalism roll. So, it would take you one hour to make, uh, this standard healing tincture. So it's a uh, herbalism intellect roll. What you get? Seventeen. Uh, yeah, great. Your target. That's a good roll. Okay. The target number was fifteen. Okay, because I was going to use my inspiration die yeah. for walking No, that's actually a good roll for herbalist <laughs> stuff. Like. Yeah. The target number for a standard healing tincture is fifteen. So you, after about an hour. You decant your solution, having channeling some of your arcane power, not mana, but just arcane power into it, and um, you now have another standard healing tincture. So is that three you've made now? Three. 
So you gave one to Mina. That's amazing. She's very busy. <laughs> well, in fairness, um, Sylvia, even though she's only third level, she has uh, a plus two to herbalism already. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. Like, yeah, I waited a little bit, I think, before I got it up. Or uh, it's very good. So who are you giving this third one to? Are you gonna give it to Mina again? Are you gonna give it to Justine? Are you gonna give it to Gwyn? Gonna gonna give it to Justine because uh, she's a wishy sorcerer. Okay. So Justine, you thank you very much. Have a standard healing tincture. I'm just adding it to your character sheet now. Okay, it is one d six plus three. It is a minor action for you to take it. Thank you. Or two minors, or a major action to pour it down right. someone else's dog. Plus three. So, Mina, you finish up in mass, okay? And um, you, yeah. you're going to head over to the gendarmerie, yes? Yes, I am. So you head to the <laughs> gendarmerie. And yeah. You, um, you, you get there after like it's, it's not a big town. You get there in five minutes, okay? You head. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you see there's the same young um police officer that you see oh the gossip guy yes 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 um, but you see standing there talking to him is a much older gentleman okay he must have been in his early 50s i presume some some slightly heavy officer yeah slightly heavy set with gray hair okay and you can see from his uniform he's clearly of a higher rank okay yeah um and um when you walk in, they both see you, and the older gentleman says, Oh, uh, bonjour, madame. Bonjour, bonjour. Would I have seen either of them in church at some stage? No. No. <laughs> Jesus. Well, most people don't have the time to go to Mass every day. Yeah, I probably see them on Sunday, like, so. Um, bonjour, bonjour. Um, um, and I explain again. Oh, um, I was here a couple of days ago, just um, asking for some uh, documentation. I, I believe um, I believe I've spoken to you, and I'm dressing your man. Um, um, that you were like trying to um, get some together for me from all the soldiers that were like coming through. Um, when he sees you, the older guy looks at the younger guy. Is like, what's going on here? And the uh, younger guy says. Oh, yes, mademoiselle, that's right. It was myself you were talking to. Um, yes, thank you. Looking through my records, and I'm sorry to say it's impossible. There are so many records, and there's so much filing, and it's very, very difficult. We are still looking, but I think it is going to be some time before we have an answer for you. I'm very, very sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, if you haven't got the the uh, resources, I'm, I'm quite happy to sit in a corner and look through documentation myself uh I, i'm so sorry and i'm dressing the older gentleman um I'm, I'm i'm looking for my brother um he was fighting oh and the older the older guy um he says oh well allow me to introduce myself mademoiselle i am chief constable Bacroft. um i'm very sorry to hear that you've lost your brother but you must understand that we have extensive paperwork here so it's quite impossible to be finding the name of just one solitary soldier in our Absolutely. Fire. No, no, I do understand. I do understand. This is if you have any documentation of it at all, I'm, I'm quite happy to, to skin through myself. If um, um, and My name is Mina. 
Mina Trisik, um, um, member of the um, um, Swiss Guard. Um, and um, um, yeah, very pleased to make your acquaintance, sir. Now, can you tell me what, what was his name again, Neil? Sorry. Uh, the Chief Constable. He's introduced himself as Chief Constable Buckroff. Buckroff. Okie dokie. Thank you. Yeah, so, I mean, they're not brushing you off. Yeah, I know, I know, just, I know. They I know. are. They keep saying how impossible this is because they've got such extensive file work, and you're kind of getting a feeling that you're now for the first time ever finally coming face to face with the legend that is French bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it is quite legendary. Um, it's even worse than at home, and I'm like, I'm, I just, I understand that you have extensive paperwork, and I'm, 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 and I'm, I was, I was kind of hoping that there would be some sort of documentation, as, as, as you are famed, um, <coughs> to keep everything organized, and, and, uh, so I was hoping, I was counting on that there would be some record somewhere, some documentation. Uh, uh, somewhere of him, you see. Um, but um, yeah, I, I do appreciate the work, and as I say, if there's um, 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 I, I, I really, I wouldn't mind if I just a corner, even here, just go through stuff. I, I don't mind doing that. Um, on another note, though, um, is there anywhere in town I can send an arcana arcanogram? Oh well, there's the the post office. Oh, that is fantastic. Would you uh, give me any direction to that, please? They give you directions. It's actually quite close to where you are now. It's only like about 200 meters down from where you are. Oh, how fortunate is that? Thank you so much, messieurs. And um, I take my leave. Okay. So do you want to head to the post office? I'm going to the post office, yes. Okay. So you follow the directions. It's literally about 200 meters down. It's like three buildings over, uh, four buildings over. You go into the post office. It's a fairly standard rural post office. There is a single woman there. Bonjour, madame. <laughs> she looks to be in her early 50s. Average high plump build. Dark brown hair with some grey in it and a plaited bun. And he's wearing this lovely, pristine, bright white linen blouse with a cameo brooch oh. on the neck. And um, uh, kind of a heavy navy check shawl around her shoulders. Obviously to keep warm. You know, in these winter months, which is absolutely happy. proper, proper woman, uh, proper pious lady. I love it. Um, or Mina loves it rather, like I personally couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> um, and I go, Oh, Mademoiselle, I was, uh, Madame, I was wondering if, um, um, I could send an arcanogram, um, and how much it would be to send an arcanogram to the Vatican, to Vatican City. To the Vatican? Yes, to the Vatican. Oh. Um, um, I have brothers who work there, you see, so I want to send an arcanogram to my brothers. Do you have the runes for the specific arcanogram that you would be sending to? Oh, yes, and I'll pull out my um, <coughs> notes on this. Um, this is going to the headquarters of the uh, Papal Guards. Oh, um, well, um, um, such a message. It would be three copper for uh, a full a full page, if you will. That is fantastic. Yes, let's do that. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, if you would be so kind as to 
um, just and she hands you an arcanogram, a what looks like a pane of glass, a dark pane of glass, um, about, okay. about the size of an A4 page. It's mm-hmm. set in a beautiful silver frame that has intricate arcane runes engraved around the sides of it. And she places it down in front of you and says, do you, mm-hmm. do you know how to use these devices? Um, I've used them before, um, and I will just put my message down, if that is um, okay, thank you. And she hands you a stylus made of solid silver, Mm -hmm. which to write your message on the glass. Beautiful, and I will do that. You have used these before, you are somewhat familiar with them. As soon as you start writing, um, appearing on the glass is your handwriting in a silvery ink. On the dark God, very nice, very, very nice. Yes, I send a message to my brothers. Um, you send your message to your brothers, and then she asks you for the for the runes. And, I hand them is, over. Which is basically like the phone number for this, and she she writes the runes on the arcanogram and mm. touches one of the glyphs in the bottom uh, right corner, and there's a bright flash of light. And then the glass goes clear with your writing having disappeared. Merci, madame. That is uh, very kind of you. Thank you so much. And I hand her the four copper. Three copper. Oh, three copper even. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, well, um, so my name is Aurelie Blanchette. I am the postmistress here. I assume you're... Oh, you're. are you one of those, um, one of those new women who we've all been hearing about? Oh, yes, 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 absolutely, uh, Mrs. Uh, Madame Blanchet. I've heard you've been quite the adventurers. First of all, battling some little drakes in the brass mills. Oh, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Um, 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 I'm not wearing currently wearing my uniform, but I am a member of the Swiss Guards and um, not Papal Guards, <laughs> but <laughs> a tiny little uh, thing like you, trying yes, to fight yes. ogres and giants. Yes, yes. Um, 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 my uh, older brother is as well, but he's in a different division, and um, I followed in my uncle's footsteps. You see, he took me under his wing. So yeah. Oh my God! And I heard that yesterday you were off in the woods with that Dubois chap. Oh yes, 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 yes. We were um we were fighting some um or we were killing some direwolves that were like oh. um being a nuisance well, among the farmers, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she leans in. We barely escaped with our lives, but um, you know, we, we, we make some money. And um um that's that's just the trade, that's the you know, that's the hazard of the trade. That's 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 what you expect. That's you know. She leans into you. And looks around to check if there's anyone there. And okay. only the two of you. I says, okay. between you and me, mademoiselle, you'd want to be careful around that Dubois. He is Oh I I've already I've already noticed um um it's it's like he never seems to go to church, which is an awful thing in a man. Um so yeah, no, I've already I've already noticed but um Thank no, you so no, much for you, the warning, nonetheless. You don't understand. That man could charm the pulse back into a corpse. Okay? Seriously, I have seen it with my own eyes. You would not I haven't, believe it. 
I haven't really felt that way at all. Um, um, but as I say, um, I'm, I'm kind of personally looking for somebody who's a bit more um, God-fearing, I suppose, just like myself. And um, wow, that's that, just, that just wasn't the case with, with, with him. There's some very fine families here with some very, very fine young men. If you are interested, I would be happy. Of not at the moment, but thank you. <laughs> Trust me, if you want to know who are the men to be looking out for, you just come to Aurelie. She'll let you know. I can promise you that. No oh, knows. thank you. Thank you very much. I will um, I will keep it in mind. Thank you. I, I'm a woman of discretion. <laughs> no one knows this town better than I. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's good to know. Thank you so much for that bloodshed. Well, I, I am the postmistress, so... You know, That's true. Everybody needs to come to you if they send for their things. Yeah. Exactly. And, oh, and if you're going to be here for long, just to be aware, um, the first Sunday of every month, we have a very large market in the town. Oh. There's the smaller markets on a Tuesday for the farmers, but the first Sunday of every month and the next one's in, I think, two or three weeks, two weeks, I believe, we have a large market. But... If you are looking for items that uh, you need with a bit um, that wouldn't be readily available here, I have contacts nearby in uh, the city of Limoges. Um, you don't you you've heard of this city? It's a it's about one hundred and twenty odd kilometers south yeah. of where you yeah. are. Okay. Oh yeah, it's not that far. I think isn't it? It's not terribly far. But yeah, I yeah, contacts. I haven't gone through there yet. No. no, I have contacts there. So if you're looking for very specific items that you can't find here, if you come, oh, very good. I can arrange, and then if you're happy to wait, um, minus the the small fee, obviously of organising it, it can be delivered at the market on the first Sunday. But if you need something more urgently, we can arrange for a courier system to to bring it here. Oh, that is fantastic to know. I will, um, uh, should I, I need anything and also we will let my um, um, companions know uh, uh, should they should they need anything. Absolutely. That is, um, that is um, very good to know. They're all spellcasters and they, oh. they, they seem to be in need of specialist equipment always, you know. So um, um, I heard they were really, Happy to hear them. They already ordered these self-sealing jars that your glass blower is making. Oh, I've heard about them. Yes, the new jars. Mm, they're so really nice. excited about them. Well, it is quite exciting, really. You know, mm. having to just use cloth to cover your jars. It is quite exciting. I, I honestly, I don't know how this such a thing could be uh, managed. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to. I'm, I'm just way to see and 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 what they've come up with. It's. Uh, Exciting times we're living with all oh. these new innovations, isn't it? The joys of living in such a modern age. It is. It it really is. It's amazing. Um, amazing to be alive. Apart from the horrible war, that is. Well, that was terrible, but, well. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Um, well, thank you so much, Madame Blanchette, and um, I will pass that on. Um, it's always good to know where, where one gets um, one's things. So um, I wish you a good day and thank you very much. And Oh, I'll, I'll see you in church tomorrow, I hope. Oh, of course I'll be in church tomorrow. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll, I'll see you then. Okay, bonjour.
Au revoir. So, the rest of you, Gwyn, um, Sylvia, Justine, I'm going to need to find the um, st- luxuriously stretches and makes a way out of bed. Yous are, like, hanging around in the patio bears. Um, Gwyn was doing her strange witchy things. Sylvia was doing her herbalist stuff. Okay, and so forth. Justine is kind of taking it easy, but, you know. And you hear a couple of, you know, oh, once or twice, you, you're hearing some strutter, some strange... A bit of strange conversation going on between Marie and Jean. So, just as you're, like, finishing up your brewing, um, Sylvia, you hear Marie, just, she's just out the front, and she's chatting to Jean, she's thanking him for the amazing job that he did in the cleaning of the cellar yesterday. And he's like, oh, of course, of course, my love, I'm happy to help, you know, whatever way I can. And, um, absolutely, and then she goes off, and then you, you, you hear her walk off, and then you see him go past you, going down into the cellar. Yeah. And then he comes back up a minute later, kind of muttering to himself, and he's got this really confused expression look on his face, like it's spotless. I didn't do that. What? The, like this is what? What happened? It's like as he just, you ignore, he kind of nods to you as he just continues walking on. So Sylvia is going to kind of smirk at him and say, "Well, it wasn't me either." <laughs> No, um, it's very strange. Um, yeah. Anything missing from the cellar? The dust. But any items? That no, are there? no, it's it's cleaned. That's all. It's been cleaned and organized, and yes. yes. Could you have some sort of a benevolent fate who has moved in and has decided they're going to help you? I don't. Oh, we've never. Well, no. I mean, that's like kind a, a brownie. I know they're called something different here. I mean, I. You you know <coughs> the, the the household fae. We call them a. They're called by a few names, like a cadet, for example, is one of the names that we call them here. Yes, there. We, I mean, nobody would have such a creature in their houses here in Cheville. I mean. Well, maybe you do now. I don't know. Very strange. Well, we'll see. I suppose cleaning your cellar is, is helpful and, and seems benign. Yeah, well, I suppose. Um, so you probably should check and just make sure that nothing is missing. Of course, yes. That's a good idea. And he goes back downstairs. So you um, you get back up and um, I suppose at this stage now, after you've potted around in the kitchen for a bit I and you're chill. Make sure I've cleaned up. Yeah, and you clean up door. after you. Um, and Gwen, you come down, and then Justine and Amanita as well. Um, it's getting to about midday. Um, as Mina finally comes back, she's been gone all morning. Well, Sylvia is going to relay her conversation. With... Okay. Uh, just as uh, that I was talking to Jean, and well, he Marie had thanked him for cleaning as a cellar, but he said that he had not actually cleaned the cellar, but it is spotless. Oh wow! Um, maybe I don't know. That's strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know them. Um, they're, one of the domestic elves. Yeah. yeah, they're called Heinzelkin where you're from as well. So oh, right, okay. So yeah, they're they're fine. Um, they're 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 really good to have, actually. They're, so they shouldn't chase that away. Or also, are they dangerous? Uh, no. 
No, no. not not generally, no. Oh well, I mean, it depends on. If you're not, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't annoy it, that is. Yeah, yeah. So if you're respectful, like you know. They're also in German-speaking regions. Also, sometimes referred to as kobolds. And um, when Christine asks, are they dangerous? You do remember a story you've heard before a long time ago. You can't remember where exactly. It might have been Dusseldorf or somewhere of a story of a kobold that was living in a noble's palace. And these creatures, where you call them a kobold, a kadei, a brownie, a heinzelmenken, they're generally always invisible. So you see the effects of their presence in your house but you almost never will actually see one with your own eyes. They're almost universally invisible. And in this story, one of the young servant boys in the palace tricked the kobold into breaking his invisibility and revealing himself. And the kobold became so enraged, he ripped the lad's arm off and beat him to death. Wow, okay. Yeah, as long They're as you don't force them into the like, yeah, don't, don't, don't make them visible or anything. Don't try to trick them or trap them. But otherwise, they're mm. actually really helpful to have. My mother always wanted one. Well, I can understand maybe having a bit of apprehension that somebody who you didn't invite is now taking up shop in your cellar. True, but I can understand Jean's reaction that it might be a bit unwelcome. So maybe if we go down and inquire on their behalf. But we have already said that tricks them into revealing themselves. The consequences could be bad. Well, we could always just go down and let it know that, you know, just let it know that we may be aware of its presence. But we're not asking it to, mm-hmm. to expose itself or make itself vulnerable in any shape or way just to let them know that the owners of the inn are slightly concerned. That is all. But we don't actually know if there is one there. At home we have creatures called piskies and they, I think, maybe are somewhat similar and they are always better left alone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Agreed. That comes of this is, oh, surprise, your cellar is clean. Yeah, that's it, that's it, just leave out something. Um, Um, So, um, you're sitting down and um, Jean comes up to you and he says, "Um, it's a bit early, but is anybody hungry? Would anybody like some lunch? Yes, please, it was an early start for us today, I would love some lunch. Justine didn't have any early start, but she would be like, yes, of Um, course. Likewise. Well, he comes out a little bit and a little bit with some um, soup and some bread for you all, and then goes back and you hear him tapping the jar to his wife and says, "So, Marie, I actually didn't clean the cellar." And she's like, "Really? Because this is strange. Because the linens have all been freshly pressed and put away as well, and I know you didn't do that." So, and he's like, "I think so I was talking to oh the the strange one with the herbs and." Um, she was saying as well, she thinks it could be a cadet. And she's like, oh, well, I better leave out some, I'll leave out a glass of wine and I'll leave out some bread and some cheese this evening before I go to bed. Like, wait, wait, that's a good idea. And you see, they're, they're having this conversation of like, what they're going to do, you know, and just making sure that they're like, you know, but she, and she does, then she just kind of like, they, 
did a fantastic job pressing the limits on this side. Yes, I mean, the the pixies back home can be very mischievous and maybe, I mean, it might be an idea to thank them with some sort of libation, but I, I wouldn't go interfering. Oh, definitely not. I don't want, I forgot to not want to get my arm ripped off. <laughs> no. I don't think I could cure that. So, would, would it be fair to say that you all are having a fairly relaxing and chill day, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I assume Mina tells the rest of the party what she learned from the postmistress about ordering things. That Absolutely. Yeah, that if you want items that you can't get here, you can special order them through the post office, and the postmistress will send an arcanogram to one of the nearest cities, and you can wait for the market or get it shipped early for a bit of coin. Oh, uh, so Sylvia is going to turn to Yastid. Do you need things for your sorcery, science, alchemy, experiments? <laughs> I don't know um, how yes, to yes. my spells. It's very different. I actually do. I do. Um. Now, Justine, you know that by this, like, this is a Saturday. The post office was open for a few hours in the morning. It's going to be closed by now, you know? Uh, but on Monday, you could certainly go if you wanted to order some um, arcane alchemical supplies and then either wait yeah. or pay whatever the charge is and have it shipped to you in a couple of days. Well, thank you very much, Sylvia. I'll I'll go upstairs and I check what I miss. I'll definitely I'll definitely need something, yes. I don't I can't think of anything that I would need because most of what I need I can find quite late. But uh I understand witches who need strange things that are quite specific. Yes, but similarly, most of what I need I can find in nature or, you know, around fairly easily. Well, I was just going to tell you, I mean, if you, I mean, they have glasses, but like here, but if you need anything else, I don't know. Um, you know, special ink, so I don't really don't know. But I thought if you if you need something, that's the option you have. That's it's excellent. good to know. You know, mm-hmm. it's good to know. You never know. So, um, as I say, you have a fairly relaxed afternoon for spending your the rest of the day in the doing whatever you wish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. By evening time, people have started coming in, and it's getting very busy because it is a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. So the, the busiest that you've seen the um. Because you arrived, literally, you've been here almost a week. You arrived on, on, on Monday. It's now Saturday. You've had a very busy week. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it is getting very busy, okay? By about half eight, nine o'clock, the place is pretty jam-packed. Who okay. wants some wine? I feel like having some wine. So as you're shouting that out, you, um, you hear an exclamation from the bar, from Jean. He's like, Monsieur! And turning, you look and you see a tray that he'd been preparing with, with glasses on it, with drinks, suddenly raises up from the bar on its own and starts floating approximately a meter above the ground to the table of people who had ordered it. And everybody in the inn suddenly stops seeing this in shocked silence. <laughs> <laughs> gets to the table and the glasses start floating off the tray towards each person 
and some coin that they'd left out on the table is lifted up onto the tray and brought back to the bar. I look at Sylvie and Justina and I say, is this, is this you or should we be worried? I just immediately get up and, and go over to the table and say like, well, isn't that fantastic service? And try to kind of, you know, keep them calm and walk over to the bar and go like, um, yeah, you seem to have new help. And one of the one of the women who's sitting at the at the long it's one of those long tables in, in second she's like picks up her glass and her hand is shaking slightly as she sips it, tastes it, puts it down, and then picks it up and drinks a bit more and people are watching her and then slowly people start talking again and um, yeah. yeah, I think it's a Heinzel Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, jump up probably. and follow Nina to the bar. <laughs> Probably looks like a Heinzel mention. Maybe you should leave something out. I say to uh, Sean. When you say that, one just of the local, gifts. When you say that, one of the locals turns and What's a Heinzel mention? Oh, oh, they're like. Um, I think they're called brownies in the in in England. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Little helpful spirits. And this happens a few times over the night, not once, but. At least a half They'll get used to it. They'll get used yeah, to at it. At least a half dozen times over the night. At, at, at one point, um, you see some guys have gone up to the bar to Jean and they've ordered some beers. And I went when they when they give him the order and he goes to reach for a tankard, but another one automatically lifts up underneath the, the barrel and the tap opens and it starts pouring out and they're just him and the customer just standing there staring at this tankard that's being like floating in the air, being poured by itself, and then it just lifts onto the bar. And Jean looks and goes, well, and they hand him the coin, and he says, merci, and then, and he kind of, he looks at the empty spot to his right and says, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll lean over the bar, because... I mean, I followed Mina up, so I'll lean over the bar to the barman and just say, maybe leave some coin for them as well, so we don't annoy them and to thank them. Oh, don't worry, my wife is going to leave a glass of nice wine and some bread and some cheese tonight. Perfect. Oh, excellent. Good, good. Is there... This will be either very good for business or very bad. Well, it's very fast service, I must say. Um, They'll get used to it, as long as nobody's trying to capture it. It'll be fine. I mean, Gwyn isn't chuckling because back home in Cornwall, like fairies and fae, like little mischievous fae, like that can be so dangerous as well. So, fae, so Gwyn is kind of skeptical about the whole thing. I'm like, I don't know here. In, in this place, but like where I'm from, yeah, the handsome mentioned that Sylvia, Sylvia is talking about there, they're usually really, really helpful. As I say, as long as nobody I'm is conscious. insulting them, they are, they are actually like the place they move into. They, they are huh. generally very helpful. Wow, my mother could certainly use some of them back Yeah, home. mine was, mine was like, she, re- she was wishing for one. So much. Um, there were six of us, like mm-hmm. so. She, uh, yeah. So she. Do they move in of their own accord? 
Yeah, sometimes sometimes yeah, there is certain places that they are associated with, like if that's a really old, like, you know, old kind of places of old families would have one. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. they would just move in. I mean, it hasn't, like, I have never actually met anyone that, like, I heard stories of people that say, like, oh, it's moved in, like, when my grandmother was around, you know, mm. but I've never actually met anyone or a family that that happened to. Like, this mm-hmm. is the first time that I've actually seen one moving in, but I heard stories. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, back home, if one of our versions of them moved in, you would move out. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> or not the malicious? sharing your space. Oh, yes. All right. Yeah. Well, no, mischievous. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they're usually very helpful. Like, th- there is some mm. who can be really, really mean as well, and they play little tricks, but the, the, the Heinzel Mansion as such are usually really, really helpful. So I'm not sure what those are like mm. here, but so far they're doing an amazing job. So, so it seems. Keep mm. them happy and it'll be fine. Is there any music playing? I suppose we'll just observe. Sorry. Yeah, there's, um, there are some people in one corner playing. Um, there's someone with a violin. There's another person with uh, an accordion. And another person with a flute. Locals. And would they be playing like local sort of songs or yeah. more well-known songs? Okay, so I'm going to go over there and, you know, have a few drinks, dance a little bit, try and get people on their feet. Dancing. Okay, then I'll dance with some of the other people. So, uh, you, uh, you're having a pretty enjoyable evening, okay? And um, things are going well. Um, as I say, you do see a few more times this strange magical force appearing to serve people, but by the end of the evening, people are getting kind of used to it. Things are beginning to wind down, and you see people starting home, and um, at about, like, maybe a quarter to eleven, getting pretty quiet when all of a sudden some man who <coughs> just left bursts back in, slams the door behind him and he looks around, terrified and says the, 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 the square it's full of it's full of uh, it's full of full filet what? and Gwyn just jumps up and runs out <laughs> I'm an out of no oh no um, you Grin. I don't even understand what he said. No, I didn't no, understand what he using said. Using a French word for a fake creature. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and you jump out and you run out in, into outside into the square, town square and you see the strangest. Well, it's very strange. You you instantly recognize um, them, but you see floating around four glowing fiery orbs of light. Whoa floating in the air, bobbing around, and you can see one or two people who appear to be like beginning to follow these orbs as they hypnotically weave. Oh, <gasps> oh no! Oh, gosh. In the direction of the river. Oh, no. They're like will-o'-the-wisps. Yes, they are. And this is a perfect oh, place no. to pause in our story. A number of will-o'-the-wisps, or as they're known in this part of Europe, Faux Filet, appearing in the town square, 
This is very strange, as they normally appear in marshes and boglands. Also, what's strange about these creatures is that while they don't appear to have any obvious abilities with which to attack a person, their hypnotic lure has made many an unwary traveller wander off to their death. Hopefully, our party will be able to keep their wits about them as they deal with this new threat. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the world of fairies, both the system and the setting, please be sure to be following us on social media. We're still on Twitter, well, there's still a Twitter, at Fayearth, and we're appearing on other social media platforms, also at Fayearth, with the exception of TikTok, where we're Faye underscore Earth. Uh, we also have an itch.io page, fay-earth.itch.io, where you'll find a bunch of really fun products by us. Um, they're all pay-what-you-want, free downloads, lore primer, and a couple of free one-shots with uh, pre-generated characters, so you can enjoy an evening playing in this world of fantasy, fay, and folklore.